Hi everyone, welcome to the Nintendo Show, episode 5. My name is Devin Moon, and welcome to our Halloween Spectacular. I am your singular host today, and that is it. Trevor is sick, so we are just going to be doing some Halloween spookiness with you and myself, just talking to the void, talking to the universe, giving out them good vibes, or creepy vibes, probably creepy vibes. So... We are going to talk about some Luigi's Mansion. We're going to go over some video game horror top 25 list. And we are going to get into the creepiness that is video game conspiracies. So sit tight, listen to some spooky music, have a good old time with me. We'll have some fun uh, one way or another. And next week, I promise we will get to some normal episodes. I'm sorry. Illness has taken over us all. It's even taken me. So if my voice gets a little weird. It is part of that, and also I'm trying to be creepy. So, here it is. Thanks for listening to the Nintendo Show. Let's get spooky, y'all. And now, Video Game Conspiracies by List First. Kill Switch is a game that was supposedly created by Soviet gaming company Kaviniana Corporation in 1989. Only limited copies of the game were produced, between 5,000 to 10,000 copies, and it was very popular among Soviet gamers. The game itself was a pioneer in the survival horror genre. You had to choose between two characters, a girl or an invisible demon. The goal of the game was to navigate through an abandoned coal mine while battling demons and coal monsters. As it was hard to navigate the game with an invisible character, People chose to complete the game with a girl character. Unfortunately, no one ever completed the game with the demon, because upon beating the game, all traces of it would be erased from the hard drive. In 2005, an unopened copy of the self-deleted game surfaced on eBay, where it was promptly bought for $733,000 by a man from Japan named Yamamoto Ryushi. Ryushi had planned to document his play through the game on YouTube. The only video Ryuchi posted was him staring at his computer screen and crying. Squall is dead. Final Fantasy 7 and 8 are two primary reasons 20-somethings will never be able to play Final Fantasy game without being disappointed, because nothing can compare to them. Those two games were ahead of their time and featured a handful of memorable characters. Squall is one of those memorable characters. He is the main character in Final Fantasy VIII. And much like Paul is dead, there are many who believe that Squall is dead as well. At the end of the disc one, Squall is impaled by an ice shard while fighting one of the game's main bosses, Ida. Squall awakens at the beginning of the disc too, with no wounds at all from the battle, and no one ever brings up that Squall was killed. It is also at this point when the game goes from being a fairly realistic fantasy game to being an over-the-top fantasy, where all realism goes out the window. It is believed that Squall actually dies from the wounds that he suffered during the fight with Ida and the end of disc 1. The rest of the game is simply a dream a Squall is having and is passing away. This would explain why the game has such surrealist tone after disc 1. It also explains the collage of images we see at the end of the game as Squall's life flashes before his eyes. Among those images is a shot of Squall without a face. Lavender Town Syndrome 
Back in 1996, the Pokemon Red and Green video game delighted Game Boy owners around the world. Well, except for Japan, that is. The game was first released in Japan and is supposedly correlated with a huge spike in suicides and illnesses in children ranging from the age of 7 to 12. The children did not fall ill to commit suicide until reaching Lavender Town in the popular game. The game's score was said to be the source of the sinister elements in children. The piercing tones of the music caused headaches, nausea, and eventually suicidal tendencies in young children. The music in the level was changed before the game was shipped overseas. Fallout 3 predicts the future. Fallout 3 is a vast open-world role-playing game, therefore it would not be surprising to find that there are things within the game that many people have yet to discover. However, it is claimed by some that they have found something in the game that may predict the future. The story goes that the post-apocalyptic game predicts the future in a real world, using Morse code and hidden messages within the game radio station. There are stations that broadcast Morse code in the game, however some claim that you can hear a DJ on the station rambling off such cryptic phrases as The Queen has died today, and I can't believe Britney's actually won the Oscar. These phrases are followed by a series of numbers and Morse code that can be interpreted as dates. Bethesda, the company that designated the game, denies that the cryptic radio station exists. Herobrine Minecraft is a game that is brilliant in its simplicity. You mine for different materials in a large open world and use said materials to build structures and monuments or whatever your creative mind can conceive. However, some players claim that something sinister is happening in these games. Some players claim to have found mysterious structures appearing in the maps. Others even claim to have seen the source of the structures, a mysterious wide-eyed version of the game's protagonist. Theories regarding the existence of Herbrine range from the logical to him being a glitch to the extraordinary. That Herbrine is the ghostly manifestation of the game's creator's deceased brother. Mojang, the team behind Minecraft, do not do much to discredit the legend of Herbrine, as in many games' updates, they list that one of the improvements made is the removal of Herbrine. A Haunted Majora's Mask The legend of the Haunted Majora's Mask game was born on the popular web community 4chan. A user posted a story about how he obtained a blank N64 cartridge with Majora's Mask written across it in black magic marker. He posted the photo and videos along with the story that showed us a twisted and sinister version of one of the most beloved games of all time. Upon staring at the game, the user noticed that there was already game save on the cartridge simply titled Ben. He ignored the save file and started a new game and noticed that all the NPCs, non-playable characters, would refer to him as Ben. He deleted the Ben file and tried to start a new game. The game became more erratic. The music would play backwards and the character began to be followed by a statue of the game's main character with a creepy smile on its face. Eventually, the Ben file returned to the game, along with his other news file simply titled Drowned. Every time he played after the two files appeared, his character would simply die and a creepy message would sprawl across the screen. You've met a terrible fate, haven't you? Berserk Berserk is considered to be one of the greatest games of the arcade era. In the game, you battle an onslaught of robots. It also has one of the gaming's most iconic boss battles, an evil Otto, which was a simple smiley face. 
and Berserk also holds a macabre honor of being the first video game linked to the death of a person. The game would then go on to kill again a year later. Jeff Daly was the first person to die after playing Berserk in 1981. Then again in 1982, a healthy 18-year-old named Peter Borowski was playing Berserk. After 50 minutes, he was placing his initials into the game for getting a high score. Borowski took a few steps away from the game and then collapsed dead. The cause of the death in both cases was ruled as a heart attack. Polybius The legend of Polybius is likely the oldest gaming myth and had the honor of the guest starring in an episode of The Simpsons. Polybius was an arcade game that mysteriously appeared in our arcades in Portland, Oregon in the early 1980s. The cabinet was completely black except for the green joysticks and the logo at the top of the machine. The game combined elements of classic shooters like Tempest, mazes like Pac-Man, and spatial puzzles. When played it, supposedly caused all sorts of health problems including amnesia, blackouts, nausea, seizures, headaches, night terrors, and in some cases, players would report to commit suicide not long after playing. It is also said that men dressed in all black would often be seen messing with the game, leading some to speculate the device was not a video game, but a government experiment. Whether or not the insidious arcade game ever actually existed is still unknown. that's it my low reading voice i hope that was spooky enough for you got a little bit of conspiracy action let's get into less spooky stuff let's go into luigi mansion 3 review roundup guys luigi's mansion's looking real good real hot at a meta score critic of 86 so switch player gives it the highest score at 100 percent on metacritic you might not be going to luigi's mansion 3 for halloween frights but with so many inspired set pieces mechanics and secrets this is the ghost guzzing adventure and its charming best, but this time Luigi deserves to share his limelight with the green gooey doppelganger. So 100%, that's pretty good. 92 is next on the hobby consolas. Luigi Mansion 3 is without a doubt the best entry in the series, as simply as that. Levels are much more varied and visual astounding. Screen Rant gives it a 90. Luigi's Mansion 3 has better bosses and puzzles than its predecessors, and there is never a dull moment to be had when exploring the Last Resort Hotel. Goddess Geek gives it an 85. Fun for everyone, Luigi's Mansion 3 delights with its theme bosses and exploration. It's a slow burn, though, and not everyone appreciates the pacing. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 from Washington Post gives it a 70. Luigi's Mansion 3 is my kind of haunted house, a place that is more funny than scary. For anyone who likes Nintendo games of the Mushroom Kingdom variety, there are many reasons to book a stay. So, sitting at an 86, that's pretty high right now, 
And this game comes out today. Uh, so go check it out. Luigi's Mansion 3. It is looking really hot. I have been excited to play it. I've never played a Luigi's Mansion game, so this will be my first. But I am excited to give it a go. I love me a good spooky game. This one is a little more ghostbustery, a little more fun. And uh, from what I could see from the reviews, uh, graphically, looks very impressive. Um, like a visually outstanding, one of the best lighting systems, stuff like that. Also, that the variety is really good and the boss battles are apparently amazing. Uh, I've heard some mixed on the gameplay, saying it's a little simple, some saying that they really enjoy it. I've heard the music is not a standout, sadly, uh, but the animations, as far as the creativity, that it takes it above and beyond. And from what I hear, it is probably the best of all the Luigi's Mansion games, so I'm excited to give it a go. I hope you all can play it with me and that we can enjoy it together. Uh, if you you know want to leave a review, tell me what you thought about it. Uh, the more I play, once I get my hands on it, I'll let you know what we thought about it, me and Trev. If he actually gives it a go, I don't sure. I'm not sure if he's a Luigi's Mansion guy. I guess we'll check it out. We'll talk about it next week. Let's get into the top 20 best horror games according to Games Radar. Uh, we will see if we agree with them. Number 20, Lone Survivor, an indie game. Never played it. So that's not fun. Fear, number 19, played it. Creepy, a little action heavy, but creepy. Uh, number 18, Condemned Criminal Origins, definitely a creepy game. There, this game had a whole bunch of like people that were chasing you and they hide and stuff. Again, a little action-y base, but it was creepy. Definitely good. Fatal Frame 2. I've never played a Fatal Frame game, but I hear they're creepy as crap. And it's a Nintendo property, so where is that bad boy at? Uh, little Nightmares. I said you guys should go check this game out. Go check it out. It's a creepy little indie darling. Go give it a go. Number 15 is Alan Wake. Again, uh, spooky, but more like in a Twin Peaks way, not like blowing my mind, but a decent game. I would say go check it out for sure. Amnesia Dark Descent. I have heard this is creepy. Haven't played it. Looking at the screenshot. Yep. There's a creepy baghead guy. Definitely creepy. Uh, number 13, Until Dawn, a PlayStation 4 exclusive. Yes, really good. Uh, creepy, but also kind of like, uh, more like watching a movie, um, but a good game uh bloodborne uh no <laughs> i don't think it's creepy personally i think the art style is kind of i guess i mean it's old school gothic horror but it's definitely not a scary game in any way it feels a lot more like a dark souls than anything uh resident evil 4 not a scary game uh out of all the resident evils definitely not the scariest game trev played this game other people have played this game trevor's not in horror games still played it definitely not uh, a scary Resident Evil game. I think people put it high on the list because, well, it's Resident Evil 4, one of the greatest games of all time. 
I guess that's why. Uh, Dead Space, number 10, definitely better than it is in Evil 4. Spooky, spooking game. If you never played Dead Space, what are you doing with yourself? Go get that thing. Also should be coming to the Switch. Come on. Uh, but yes, uh, creepy, creepy game. The second one's also very good, but the first one is better. You're just alone on a ship and you're just doing that Resident Evil thing. Very, very much like, uh, Resident Evil 4. I know that way, but I would say a lot more spookier. Uh, nine is Soma. I think that's also takes, uh, maybe out in space. Never really played it. So I have nothing to say until done Russia blood number eight. That's a VR game, which is like on a roller coaster ride. So I don't know why that is spooky, but apparently it's spooky. Sure. Uh, seven outlast. Yes. Yeah. It's basically like condemned, but even more insane. So there's that silent hill Two, a classic. Yep. You got pyramid head, all the classic characters, freaky deaky Dutch resident evil two coming in a new one. Yep yep definitely uh this is probably one of the scariest of the evil games well no i think there's a scarier one and maybe it's on this list we'll see we'll see if they do what i think they should do which is i think seven is scary or seven yeah seven is scarier than two but resident evil 2 is definitely more scary than four and is great uh, another one number four is pt never got to play this uh everyone loves this demo silent hill-esque first person game um you can't really get it anywhere so that's kind of fun i guess but yeah hedo kojima his game basically you know the man's he's man the man's got some vision anyways uh alien isolation also here this is creepy i think this game is coming out on the switch soon uh if you're into the alien games yep and i think the alien just chases after you so if you love being chased that will creep you out to death layers of fear uh this is just came out of the switch and never played it and it i it does look spooky and i've heard it's really creepy so number two definitely high on the list and there it is resident evil 7 number one i agree that is the scariest resident evil game i have played and it also i would say is probably one of the scariest games i've ever played in general uh it has the same uh, creepiness factor as uh, condemned and all those other games that first person perspective all that kind of kind of is creepier to me when you're in a first person's per- perspective and also in this game it's about hiding from this guy and this family in a small house which is really creepy as well so resident evil 7 on the number one on this list all these games are good creepy freaky good old times um if you don't like scary things, do not do any of these games. Maybe Resident Evil 4 and Alan Wake. Yeah. But the rest don't. Don't even touch them because uh, it's not it's not for the faint of heart. These aren't these aren't little buddy buddy games. So that is it. That's the end of the show. We've done it. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with me today. Talking into that void by myself has been great. It's cathartic to just talk to yourself, apparently. Uh, if you do want to leave us any comments or questions, like we usually answer a lot of questions in our shows, please do so at podcast and nintendoshow.com. If you liked what you heard, that's awesome. Uh, you can like and comment and subscribe and rate and all that stuff on Spotify, on iTunes. Uh, usually the show is a lot more entertaining when we have two people. So Trev will be back next week. Things will be back into the normal. We will have your news that you have weekly news. We have topics and all kinds of things and questions. All that stuff will return 
I hope you guys have an awesome Halloween. Go out there, trick or treat, go to haunted houses, get all spooky, watch Cuddle Up by a Fire, or don't get spooky and just watch some cute little fall specials. Whatever you want to do, do it. Enjoy this season. It's great. It's going to get real cold and wintry soon, and we're all going to be having turkey and all that stuff. So enjoy the fall while it lasts. It's amazing. I love it. That is it. That is all. Thank you for listening to The Nintendo Show. Bye.